someone you should know. A program about people you know, and even more that you don't. Hosted by Stuart Sachs, veteran, husband, father, and grandfather. Now, here's your host, Stuart Sachs. Well, welcome. Welcome to another edition of Someone You Should Know. So glad to have you with me again this week. And I appreciate very much that you tune in every week to follow Someone You Should Know. And uh, we are brought to you, as we are every week, by our good friends. Uh, and uh, one of our good friends this week that we bring to you is from No Sweat Experts. They are the heating and air conditioning experts in the DFW area. I can say that personally because they were just at over at our house yesterday. They are efficient. They are like no other company in the area because they have a maintenance plan that gives you four visits per year to check your system out rather than most that only come twice a year. They are efficient. They're knowledgeable. They're, they tell you exactly what they're going to do. They tell you exactly what the analysis is. Then they say goodbye, clean up after themselves. Off they go, schedule you for four months later. Okay. Or three months later, whatever. But you got to call Roy Cook and his gang over at No Sweat Experts. Nice people. Well, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled to have my guest today because instead of saying, oh, we're also brought to you by, I can actually have my sponsor as my guest right here because Christine Dean is my very, very special guest today, and she is also the sponsor of the show. Welcome, Christine. Oh, I thank you, Stuart. So excited to be here. It's nice I, to be on the front end. Oh, I'm, I'm so thrilled to have you here. And, and right off the bat, as I do say on, on, on every show, that the show is brought to you by this really neat I'm lady. here and I'm live. It's brought to you by me. Yeah, brought to you by right there. Uh, Christine, Christine Dean is, is more than a good friend. Uh, you know, I know she may, she may blush a little bit when I say she's my guardian angel, because for those of us that are not tech savvy and really want to build our businesses, our websites, our marketing strategies, we, if you spend all your time working on that, you have no time to take care of business. So if you have someone like Christine Dean, who can help you with that marketing plan, and help take you to the next level, whatever level you want, you know, you need to have somebody on your team. And I call her my coach and, and she is my coach and my guardian angel, because there are times that I have called and said, Oh my God, uh, the production studio up in Michigan is down and I'm going live in 15 minutes. Can you help me? She's there. And, and she can do the same thing, same thing for you, because whatever business you're in, the only caveat I got to this is, hey, if you got all the business you want, all the business you need, all the customers you want, you don't need to, you don't need even need to watch the rest of this show. But if you can use a little more on your bottom line, she's the lady that can help you get to that level because it's a marketing strategy, right? 
Absolutely. Thank you, Stuart. And I love it. I am a, a marketing strategist, a marketing coach, uh, your DFW networking diva, connecting you to who you want to know. And I absolutely love working with uh, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, small business owners. My passion is helping you build your passion. Yeah. And, and, and the important thing of what Christine just said is it doesn't matter whether you're a corporation with 500 employees or you are a company of one, you can use what Christine has to offer because it's a matter of the first step was when I first met Christine was I didn't even have a website. I was trying to promote myself through, through Facebook. I had already started the show with KVGI Radio and Mark Warner. We started it, but he was going to take it virtually, and we needed to kind of start promoting it. And then I had an idea for a second show. Well, how am I going to do this? What do I do? And I met Christine, and she helped set up my website, stuartsacks.com. And little by little, we have tweaked this over the last few years and added things, changed things, brightened it up, added additional information, stuff that I didn't necessarily know I needed. And all of a sudden I'd get a text from her and say, you know, I just revisited your website and I think we need to update this or update that. Well, duh, I didn't notice that, but that's what her keen eye finds. And, and that's what she can do for, for all of her clients. And again, You've got those one-person clients, and you've got those corporations. And I love them all greatly because you remember every large corporation started somewhere, right? And right. a lot of times they start out, right? We've heard the stories about them starting out in somebody's garage, right? And that enthusiasm, right? It starts somewhere. And the thing is, is you can't do it by yourself. You may start off as a solopreneur, but if you want to get to that level where you're growing, you need a team. You need a team to help you be successful. Yeah, absolutely. If you've got that background in IT and you can create all of that on your own, fine. But but so, another pair of eyes looking at what you're doing to promote your business is, is always better. You have an idea what you want to do, but you need somebody that's tech savvy and, and able to look at it. And the most important word is analyze it. Mm -hmm. Look at it. Because there have been times that I wanted to try and do something and Christine has said to me, you know what, I think it's okay for right now. We'll tweak it a little bit later. That's what you need. is, And, and if you're a corporation, sure, you can pay a nice annual salary for somebody to sit in an office eight hours a day, 40 hours a week to be doing this. But it makes more sense to have an independent you know, person that's doing this for you that can take care of it because maybe they need to, to do it for this whole week, but then maybe they don't have to take a look at it for another two months or three months to go back and revisit it. Things change so fast in the, in the business arena that any, all, any president of a corporation or any owner of a small business cannot be there to do everything at the same time, you just can't. The number one thing that an owner or operator of a business needs to do is take care of business. And if he's spending five hours out of his eight-hour day worrying about a marketing plan or upgrading his website, that's lost money in, in, in the bottom line. That's lost profits. Well, and Stuart, one of the things I've noticed is the difference between you hire somebody full-time who comes in and 
great. They're wonderful at websites. They're wonderful at social media, but they aren't necessarily small business owners. So they don't necessarily think like a small business owner, right? They're not looking right. for opportunities to look out what's best for your business, how to save you money, what might be most effective. Their job is to do what you tell them to do, right? Um, or you bring in an expert for that. But if you're if you if that's their whole job, they're they're thinking like an employee. They're not thinking like a business owner. Whereas when you talk to somebody like me who has an agency, you know, we come at you with a perspective of, yes, we want your business to succeed, but what can we do to help you with the rest of your business and what's your business goals, right? The website designer, a lot of times, or your social media, they're not realizing how this fits into the bigger picture of promoting your business, right? And what's going to be best and most cost effective, right? I'm looking for cost effective solutions and try this and try that. And people are like, oh, wow, I didn't know that existed. And that's where the beauty of having an expert come in, right? Because we know, uh, you know, we've been exposed to it. We've dealt with, with other clients before, right? So we have um, comparisons. We know which ones are going to be the best tools to use because we've used a bunch of different tools for different clients. So we come up with a different kind of world experience that you may not get if you're hiring somebody as a full-time employee and that's all they do and that's all they've ever done and they've done it in a corporate environment. Yes, and also you're, you're spending your time researching what all the new developments are out there mm -hmm. because you then can turn around and say to me or to another business owner, you know, there is a new platform that just mm -hmm. launched and I think it would be perfect for your business. While we can maintain the current platform, let's look into maybe upgrading and adding or transferring over to this new new platform to promote your business. Uh, you know, and and again, it could be six months before I realize that this new platform is there, and it's usually because a friend told me, "Hey, have you heard about this new platform?" Uh, yeah, I think I heard about it. What is? Oh, we've been using it for six months, and it's made a tremendous. Whoa, wait a minute! I'm six right. months behind. Well, Whereas you know, you are in a position to say it's here, it's good, it's refined. Yeah. I've tested it; it works. It's right for you. Let's talk about it. Absolutely. Like you said, technology is constantly changing. Every time you turn around, there is a new software out there. And sometimes there are newer softwares and they're young, eager designers that are gung-ho. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to go with that because they're more likely to listen to their clients. When you go to a large corporation, they're like, how much money are you spending with this? Well, unless you're spending this amount of money, we're really not interested in making those changes for you and sending it through our development team. It's just going to cost too much, right? But when you're working with someone who's young, they're just starting out, they're building something, they've got a passion, right? They want the feedback. They want to know what features you want. They're willing to make those changes. When I switched over recently to a new social media one where we can do mass posting, right? Um, and so when I talked to the guy, he said, okay, if you don't see a package here that works for you, let me know. I'll custom make one for you, right? You don't see the software you want, I'll custom make it for you, right? They're eager. They want to please and they want their clients to be happy. So it's not bad to go with it, right? You want to make sure they're going to be around. They're not going to disappear on you tomorrow. But right, a lot of them, they're starting out small, that, that start in the garage and keep building with it. And it's been amazing what you come across. You don't even know these things exist until someone slips in, in front of you and you're like, oh, where have you been all my life? Right. And, and what you say is exactly right. And, and again, I, I want to stress that small to medium sized business, because mm -hmm. if you want to, to be involved in marketing, you really 
you really don't want to say, okay, pick package A, B, or C. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to say, well, I kind of like parts of A and parts of C uh-huh. and, a, and all. And they say, no, 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 you got to pick A, B, or C. What, <laughs> what you do is exactly what every business needs. And that mm-hmm. is to customize it to that business. You, you know, if somebody's in the insurance business, you can't give them a marketing plan for grocery stores. It, it just it ain't going to ain't going to work. You know, you may be reaching some of the same people, but it's a completely different, you know, image that's out there. You have to you have to tailor mm-hmm. your marketing needs to your specific business and your level that's within funny. that business. Yeah, you have to know it's by industry, by strengths. And that's one of the things I, I love, absolutely love putting marketing plans together because it gives me a chance to just dig in and be like, okay, tell me about your business. Where are you at? Where are you trying to go? What are you currently doing? A lot of people think, oh, I'll just put some stuff on social media or yeah, I've got this, this website thing. It's about 10 years old. Nobody's ever touched it, right? I mean, it's not really doing you any good then, right? So looking at what do you have? Where are you trying to go? And let's get you there. You know, let's understand your ideal client. Do you know? know who that is do you know how to find them right spend your money and your marketing budget in places where it's going to make the most sense for you your industry right are you is it more of a brand thing i'm a brand girl right i love you know dfw networking diva that is my brand right and so you will see diva stuff all over the place because that's the way i am um, right. If it's a business like financial advising or insurance, sometimes you need to build that relationship, right? Because a lot of people don't want to exchange a lot of text messages with their insurance guy. I mean, just <laughs> or gal, right? So there's things that, that you can do, right? You have to figure out who you are, what's your industry, and what's the best way to get in touch with your people. And the tools that we can put in place are amazing. The automations to save you time and energy. Oh my goodness. And save you money. I, I've come across one that I really like using for email campaigns. 20 bucks a month. Unlimited contacts unlimited emails, right? And a lot of them will charge you according to how many contacts are on your list. Well, if you've got a mailing list of 70,000 people, like one of my clients and their email campaigns, they were sending out, they were spending tons of money. You see them spending hundreds, thousands of dollars for an email campaign, 20 bucks, unlimited. What? You wouldn't know about it unless you came and talked to me and I told you about it, right? And they're good and they're reliable. And, and, and it, as long as you just mentioned that DFW networking diva, all you got to do is add .com after that. And you can go right to Christine's website. And the important part about visiting her website is not only to see what she does and what she can do for you, but she also offers free consultations. You can just sign up, pick a date and a time that that's convenient and that's available and click on that. And you spend that one-on-one time with, with Christine. There it is right on the screen. There it is. That's, you know, and that is important because I have done that several times because when I need to revisit and I have questions, that's the best way to do it. You don't want to say, well, uh, you know, uh, leave your number and uh, we'll call back and get in touch with you when we can. Man, I'll tell you, I, I, when I email or I text, she's there. Because yeah, I, I, I'm going to admit, as a small business owner, I love text messages. So once I know you, I'm like, hey, text me when you need me, right? Let's set yeah. something up. If you can't find something on my calendar that works for you, let me know. I'll get you in sooner. We'll figure it out. Because um, it's easy in between me to check your text messages real quick and send something back. If somebody leaves me a voicemail, I'm like, 
hold on, I got meetings for the next four hours. I'm not gonna be able to check that voicemail for four hours. It's gonna like, oh, it's gonna kill me. Um, right. I want to be able to get back quicker. So yeah, once you that's the, the beauty, right? With working with small businesses is you have that kind of interaction with the business owners and with the people that you want to work with. So I'm I'm someone who's watching this program right now, and a couple of things that I want to establish. You don't have to be in the DFW area to take advantage no. of DFW Networking Diva. If you are right. in Spokane, Washington, and you want to improve your marketing strategies and your website, you call DFW Networking Diva. I do. I love working here and uh, I love the Dallas area. I love being here. I wish I'd moved to Texas sooner. <laughs> I'm a transplant, but I love it here. Wish I'd raised my boys here. It's just absolutely fantastic. However, since I do everything I do remotely anyway, I, it works out perfectly to work whether I'm in this area, clients all across the country, even out of the country, right? So uh, sometimes yep. there's people that want to do some marketing. They want to expand their business from overseas into the United States. And we have different you know, regulations, rules, and and just culture, how we do things, right? So what might have worked for an ad in another area might not work so well here. All right. So you got to be familiar with the American culture. So even if it's international. So I have I've lots of different clients all over the place. <laughs> so somebody that's listening or watching this program right now says, hmm, you know what? I, I, I think she's got something going there. And I think maybe I need to talk to her. What are the, what are the initial steps and what is the initial approach that you have when you do that one-on-one -on -one with, with a potential client? All right. First, you go to the website, find that booking link, right? And come prepared, right? Because there's going to be questions that I'm going to have. Anytime you're going to talk to somebody about marketing, they're going to want to know, you know, what's your business? What's your mission? Do you have a, a strategy? Do you have a, a mission statement? What are your goals, right? Where are you at? Uh, bring a marketing budget. You'd be amazed how many people do not have a marketing budget. They're like, I'm going to start a business. Great. Where are you going to get your customers? Um, yeah. Facebook. Word of mouth. Yeah. Facebook, yeah. right? Maybe yeah. I'm going to talk to my neighbor, right? You got to have a, a strategy. I always say, I love networking. Obviously, it's part of my company name, right? DFW Networking Diva. But at the same time, if you're relying on networking as your sole source of leads, you're going to be in trouble because it's like putting all of your business responsibility on a volunteer sales force. And that's what you're resting on for the success of your business. So that cannot be your number one strategy, right? It can be part of it. And giving back to the community and getting involved in the community is all fantastic. But you need to have a full-on marketing strategy so you know where you're at and where you're going, right? You're going to end up needing, if you want us to actually do any work with you, we're going to need access to what you do have and let us know what you have and what you don't have, right? If I go, great, I need to get into your Facebook. And you're like, I don't know my password. Okay, well, we need that. You know, well, I need right. to get your LinkedIn. Don't know my password, right? So start gathering all that information in one place because if you bring somebody in to help, you need to have access to everything. So get that all lined up. Do you have a website? Great. Do you know how to get into it? You know, do you have it on its own server or do you, is someone else holding it hostage and is it even in your name? So <laughs> there's a lot of things you need to think about. Um, so you know, if you come to an expert, then we'll go through it all with you, right? We'll say, okay, now that I understand your vision and, and really tackle in on who your audience is, because you'd be surprised how many people don't know who their audience is. You'll have a, you know, oh, I sell skincare. Well, that's fantastic. You know, who's your ideal client? Anybody with a face. 
Well, no, because right. if everybody's your client, nobody's your client. You got to narrow in on your marketing, right? So who is it that you're trying to reach out to? Are you reaching out to um, moms with stay-at-home children? Are you doing uh, reaching out to women that are feeling their age coming on a little bit and want to continue to look young, right? Who is it that your, your real ideal audience is? So you really want to think about that. You got to spend time on it. Right. Who are they? Because a lot of times people will get mixed up there and their audience isn't always who they think it is. And I think it's fair to say that when somebody is getting ready to launch a business and all, they usually want to be everything to everybody right from the, right. the starting block. Mm-hmm. That's not the best way to do it. No. When, when, when I was it's in business, we always used, used to use the, the, the phrase crawl before you walk mm-hmm. and, and start off like you said, Target, if you want to target to say that 30 to 40 year old woman with a with a product that's mm-hmm. going to help with a little bit of the wrinkles of the aging mm-hmm. process, start there. You can always expand to the 60 and 70 year olds. You can always expand back to the 20 mm-hmm. year olds and the teens with 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 skincare products for them to mm-hmm. say, I've got products here. I've got 150 products that can take care of everybody from 12 to 112. Boy, you are going to have a real problem with trying to launch your business correctly with a with mm-hmm. a, a plan like that. You got to focus. Mm-hmm. That's what Christine did with me when when I said I want a website. She says, "Well, what do you what do you want on your website?" Well, naturally, I want everything. I want pictures. I want logos. I want designs. You know, pop ups. All that. No, start out with with the most important thing and then build upon it because. I think, and you you tell me if I'm wrong, the worst thing about a website, I think, is when there is just too much information. There's so much there, you can't navigate around it. You have to be able to move smoothly through it. Is, right. right. They say anything you want to get to on your website, you should be able to get to it within three clicks. Okay. Three click rule. So whatever yeah. it is they're looking for, click, 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 and they should be there. If it Good takes longer point. than three clicks... And they leave, right? And we've got all sorts of cool, fancy stuff in the background. You can do a heat map and see when people are on your page, where do they bail, right? You can see how far they get. And, oh, this is usually where they get lost. Another thing is people don't know the difference between a website and a landing page. And those are two different things. Um, They really, really are. Because like you said, you go to a website, you get lost. But if you're writing an ad and you're advertising something, right? We picked a specific audience for that particular product or that particular service, right? So you've narrowed that in. So your landing page is going to be the whole goal. It's get them to this page and they read about it and it has one call to action at the end. So it just funnels them right down. So they do exactly what you want them to do, whatever that product or service is. And that whole landing page is all dedicated to that, either getting them to sign up for this class, um, sign up for this webinar, buy this book, whatever it is that you want them to do. And at the end, you've got a little freebie this way. If nothing else caught their eye and they weren't ready to sign the dotted line, you've got this awesome free offer. If they give you their contact information, they get it, right? So it's a last little ditch effort to get their contact information so you can reach out to them later and see if you can turn them from prospect to client. So there's a whole process to that, right? The trip emails that come with that, the um, text message campaigns that can go with that. There's so many different possibilities, ringless voicemails. There's just so many different options. So it's really about looking at your business and figuring out exactly what's going to be best for you and your client base. Is this what you studied? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm curious. You are, you are so meticulous at what you do today. I, I've always wondered. Uh, back when you graduated from high school and went on to college, uh, did, did you say? That's what I'm going to do. I want to get into IT and I want to create websites. Oh, no. IT is another field. We don't want to go there. I have connections for that, though, for custom things. But I, the communication side, right? That's my degrees in communications. And I have always loved I have to say it's probably one of the best degrees you can get because you use it every day, every time you open your mouth or don't. Right. And so I love my communication. I've been building websites. Oh, I don't want to date myself and see how long that was, but we'll just say it's been a while. <laughs> a couple of years. <laughs> Just one or two, yeah. <laughs> but but you know, you have the thing that that amazes me is that that when I speak to you, or I'm sure any other client speaks to you, whether they're an established client or a potential client, they have maybe have ideas when they when they share their ideas with you. It becomes a vision for you. I've, I can, I see it in your face. I, I, you know, the wheels are spinning right from oh, yeah. the get-go. You said, take out a pad of paper and come down with a marketing plan. Come down with these, these, these points that you want to cover. And you're the one that takes them and sews them all together mm-hmm. to make it, to make it work. And that is, that's the magnificence, I think, of what you do as a marketing and I, I say it all the time. You're a guru. You know, th- this, you, you, you have the ability to take all these pieces and put them together because here's all the pieces, you know, for, for you, Mr. So-and-so, you don't need this piece or this piece. Mm-hmm. Let's concentrate on this piece and this piece. And if, if that was the case, you would be saying, okay, here, I got package A, B, and C, which one do you want? Well, yeah, and it's about prioritizing, right? Because as a, a business owner, you got to figure out, okay, what's going to get you? I always have to ask, okay, what's going to bring in the biggest bang for your buck, right? So, right. Um, yeah, you could sell the small product and you've got, you know, oh, but it's a 75% markup. Well, that's great, but it's only a $20 product. So even if it's 75% markup, your, your return on investment is, uh, you're only getting this much money on each sale. You'd have to make this many sales in order to make rent, right? Or right. especially if you've got a storefront, right? You've got all these expenses built into it automatically between salaries and overhead and any, if you're doing a franchise, there's extra expenses, right? So you've got plenty of expenses. So you don't want to be promoting the little item, right? You want the high dollar item that's going to bring you the the best return on your investment. Because if you're going to make that phone call, let's say you're going to call somebody who's a, a, a warm lead and you're going to be on the phone for 15 minutes, wouldn't you rather make the most money possible during that 15 minutes rather than the least amount of money possible? Right. So you got to somebody's got to step back and you got to be like, I know this is what you like to do. But from a business standpoint, you need to be putting your energy right here. Right. And so sometimes you need an outside person who has experience and has been you know, a small business owner themselves. So they understand. Let's get you pointed in the right direction. So you're putting your energy and time and your money, your marketing budget where it's going to make the most sense for you. Right. I And I think we've just gone through. You know, we're up to almost two years of this COVID, and that just that just knocked a lot of businesses for a very serious mm-hmm. loop. They were either forced to close their doors, depending on what their business was. Especially, I always you know pick on the the uh, the restaurant industry. Man, 
they, they were cooking up food and serving customers in the restaurant. And, and, and all of a sudden there was a mandate to just close the doors. And now you were either cooking food and putting it on the, on the curb for people to pick up, or you had to reinvent yourself. And all of a sudden you started to see on websites, we are open for business. The dining room is closed, but place your order online. They started to upgrade their websites like, like Christine can help you do to help you navigate what the menu is. Your order will be ready or we'll send you a text. As soon as your order is ready, swing by and pick it up. You had to almost reinvent yourself. And a lot of businesses really recreated what we were talking about earlier was your business strategy. You, you had to completely redo your marketing strategy. There were businesses that um, had boutiques and they'd never had a website. They never sold online. They'd never write. It was always people would wander in and buy things and they were in a great location, right. which is fantastic until people can't wander in anymore. I don't know if you realize, but CNBC um, reports that 9 million small businesses did not survive the pandemic. Nine, 60, million. Nine, 9 million. Yeah. And 60% of businesses that temporarily shut down during the early stages of COVID ended up shutting down permanently. Yeah. And I would imagine that it's safe to say that probably 75 to 80% of those were independently owned and operated businesses because they depended on those customers in order to keep their doors open. When, well, when they closed their doors, there were some landlords that were very sympathetic. There were others that were saying, no, I'm sorry, but you still mm -hmm. owe me your rent on the first of the month. Well, yeah. I've got nothing on the income side and you keep asking me for, for, for what I owe you. Yep. That's the name of the game. So yeah, it, that's it, rough. Well, and if you remember when things first shut down, they didn't shut down the big box stores. They shut down the small businesses. Right. Walmart was allowed to stay open. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They got hit hard. So I, I have a soft spot for, for small business. I always have. Even when I was younger, I was growing up, I was like, where do you want to go to dinner? No, I don't want to go to a chain store. They're established. They're good. I want to go to the mom and pop store. Take me there. That's where I want to go have dinner. And I watched those restaurants start, you know, with the... Uh, the vinyl blue tablecloths, right? And, and then they upgrade to a new location. Next thing you know, it's all fancy dancy. It's like, whoa, you're moving up in the world. I'm proud of you, right? And I love seeing the success. Um, it, it takes a moment sometimes to uh, to get there, right? It's not an overnight success thing. It, it takes time. And, and marketing is something that you can build your whole plan out and then you can you know, put it together in stages, right? So it doesn't all have to be done overnight. So you can, you know, pace it out and, and plan that into your budget and where you're going to make happen and what has to happen first and second and third. And, and so that's where it's nice to have your marketing expert to kind of help guide you through this big, massive world of marketing because there's so many choices and we get thrown. And I feel bad sometimes they'll get sold um, a deal, you know, oh, well, we guarantee. And then they're going, yeah, no, that guarantee didn't work, right? So you got to know your client. You got to know who you who you're really wanting to target. You've got to have somebody in your your back corner, and that's where the marketing coach comes in handy, right? You might want to hire somebody. I have a do it yourself, right? So I will teach you how to do it yourself. I will coach you through it. You want to meet once a month, once a week, whatever it is, and say, okay, this is what I want to go. Okay, here's your list. 
this is where it is. Go off and accomplish it. And um, here's some tools that might be helpful, right? What else can I do to help get you in the right direction? And then they'll go off, they'll do what they need to do, and then they'll come back and check in with me. Or, you know, what do you think of this? Or can you do a quick proof on that? What is it? You know, and, and I'll coach them. And if they want to be independent and do it themselves, that's fine. If they've got a team and they need somebody to come in kind of as an independent marketing director and kind of direct their team and get them on track, right? That's fine also. Or maybe you're like, I don't want to do it. Please don't make me do my own marketing. <laughs> Christine, please <laughs> do this for me. I can yeah, do that for you. Know, you. Back in the day when Lauren and I were in retail, uh, you know, this is really before the computer age. Uh, we had to be, we had to work with the newspapers to do our print layout. We had to work with radio and TV stations mm -hmm. to do our commercials and you had to buy packages and advertising mm -hmm. in those days took a pretty good chunk of your, of your, mm -hmm. your money. Uh, you had to allocate so much for advertising. You had to try mm -hmm. and spend it the best way you put an ad in a magazine. You just have to hope that there's enough people that see that ad in the magazine that mm -hmm. they'll react to it in order to pay for the ad plus. Right. Today, yeah, because you run the live... ad and you have to make money back off of that, right? If you're spending more in your advertising than is bringing in, you got the wrong marketing plan. <laughs> right. And then I think we went to exactly the opposite because when we were getting out of business, we were still talking to a lot of people that were in business and, you know, well, where are you advertising? Oh, I do everything on, on Facebook online because it's free. Well, yeah, it's free. But when you're out there posting something and there are 4 billion people that are following that, that social media site, how often do you think your ad is going to be seen? So, right, and they're constantly changing the algorithms, right? So trying to keep up with all right. that, it's a handful. Just the other day, I was like, where is that feature? Where do they move it to now, right? <laughs> they're constantly changing things. Even those of us that are using it all the time, right? They'll throw a new kink in the system. You're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you, you know what? One of the things that that I we were late in learning about was when we started to, to find social media, you know, I didn't know what keywords were all about. And they kept saying, you know, uh, well, what what are the keywords that you're using? What do you mean? Uh, I, I I write my own, you know, script. And no, you have to have keywords because if somebody goes online and they are looking for something and they put bridal dress, now you're going to now narrow all these sites down to these, you know, one million bridal, you know, dress shops. Now you say bridal shops in in my area, you know, bridal shops uh, near me, right? There's yes. all sorts, of, and then now, you have hashtags. Don't forget the hashtags because you know there's right. a Stuart Sachs hashtag Stuart Sachs, and we'll find Stuart, right? That, so you know, now have your all oh, I didn't know about that. Why? Because <laughs> it was the marketing guru that told me about it. So, and now I don't have to worry about it because she took care of it. And added right. to my website those keywords when somebody wanted looking for a talk show host, you know, boom. Now, there it now. is. And, you know, 
talk show host, right? Somebody's got to run all this crazy stuff and broadcast live and know how to do all that. This is this is all part of the fun. There are so many fun things you can do with your marketing. And it really depends on what you're doing, what your industry is, right? And, and how you want to run it. I love working, for example, with um, coaches, um, business coaches, life coaches, marriage coaches, health coaches, right? Because they understand because they like to coach people, they tend to be very coachable. So they're fun to work with. <laughs> they don't fight right. with me too much. <laughs> but the idea would be, you know, you have a product, you have a service, you have a landing page. The whole goal is to get people there. They understand the personality side of it, the importance of social media posting, developing that rapport with your audience, getting them engaged, right? And um, if they want to do webinars, that's the kind of th fun things that we have. If they want to do talk show things, right? They want to get on other people's talk shows. There's just so much fun going on. They really uh, love the social arena. And so that gives me a lot of variety in what I get to do. So I have to admit, but then I have just as much fun with my insurance clients, you know, where I set them up with a ringless voicemail, a texting campaign, an email campaign. It's all tied together. You can attach that to, um, you know, a candy jar or something where you get people to enter and in would they like us to get another quote? Great. You know, can we do this? We'll give you another entry into it. I mean, so there's all sorts of fun little tricks and marketing things that you can do based on your business, your style, your values, what you're looking for. It's just so much fun. Well, yeah. And, 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 and that's why I say, because some businesses are service oriented businesses, mm -hmm. like you said, you know, insurance, uh, uh, healthcare, that kind of thing. Others are product oriented. Mm -hmm. um, and so you have to market differently for a product oriented site than you do for somebody that is in, in insurance or investing or financial planning, that kind of thing. It, it's, it's a completely different game. There's no one size fits all. And I, right. I, I think it's safe to say that that's the way you prefer it. You don't want one size fits all. No. You want to be able to tailor it. So if you've got four different insurance customers, uh, you know, of yours, you want to be able to give them a different, something that's the same, but something that's different to separate mm -hmm. them. So that it is just cookie cutter. Well, like we said, you know, you have prospects, right? So you have to narrow down. And even within the insurance industry, right, if you've got life insurance prospects, um, car insurance prospects, right, home insurance prospects. So each one, they may, you may already have them down for two out of three and you want to get them into do that last sale with you. So you've got all of them, right? Now you can bundle it all together, right? So there, there's different, each one of those is a different campaign because they're looking for different things, right? So your drip email campaigns are going to be completely different when you're, you know, trying to do a life campaign versus a homeowner's campaign. So there, there's there's difference. You really need to know that each one of those has a target audience. Has connectivity become an issue over over the last, you know, uh, you know, year or two because of COVID? Because everybody has been really forced into uh, social media and, and uh, the network shopping and all has has this kind of changed the, the 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 playing field for how you reach your clients to get your clients to reach their customers? Well, so for you know, digital marketing is just became huge during the pandemic. That became the go-to as everybody was having a panic and not wanting to spend money on their marketing because they didn't know what was going on. So they held on to their paychecks, and I'm like, 
hey, wait a minute. No, now is not the time to cut back on your digital marketing. That's where everybody is. You know, a lot of people were spending a lot more time on their social media, hanging out, you know, scrolling through their feeds. Right. And, And that was a great time to hit them. But there's some really neat little tricks with um, with social media, like um, you can upload your audience that you already have, your current client list. And so you can um, target them specifically on Facebook. You can create a lookalike audience. So they take the characteristics of that audience. And remember, Facebook knows more about them than you do because they get to see their buying habits. They get to see what they're doing. And, and so they'll look at their, the back end of it also, and they'll find a lookalike audience for you, people that are just like your current clients, and then you can target them, right? So that's been very successful. So it's getting in there and knowing exactly who that audience is. Um, that's key to everything, right? Yeah. It, 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 the, the, you know, the landscape, as we say, it changes and it changes mm-hmm. quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. And for somebody who is running a business, when it's changing that quickly, why are you going to invest your your valuable time trying to find out how the landscape is changing? You've got to concentrate on your business. Mm-hmm. You got to concentrate on all the new products and services that you can mm-hmm. present to your clients. So better to have somebody that has the knowledge, like our DFW networking diva.com. And all who can say, I'm up to date on what's happening. And all here's something that just happened 24 to 48 hours ago. And when you see that, you probably say, you know what? I think I should call this one and this one and this one to let them know that it just happened because we were talking about this a month ago. Now it's happening. Now they need it. Now you, you, everybody wants to be on the front end of everything that happens. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be on the back end. You don't want to be a follower. You want to be a leader. Well, the way to be a leader in marketing is to have somebody that knows what's happening now on your side. So they're 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 sitting down at your conference table, even though they're not physically sitting at your conference table. They are right here on the screen and they're saying one-on-one, I just found out about this and it's perfect for you and your business. And it's going Absolutely. To cost, you know, it's going to cost next to nothing to do it, but you're going to be able to benefit 10, 15 percent. Right. It's it. all it really is about putting um, strategic plans in place and creating things that are uh, repeatable and scalable. Right. So you're going to put just as much effort into creating that drip campaign for 10 people on your mailing list as 100 people, as a thousand people, as a hundred thousand people. Right. It takes you the same amount of time to put it together. So you might as well get out there and get maximum exposure and, and you know, build your mailing list. Your mailing list is gold. It really is. And getting their contact information is gold. So if you don't have a system in place to be collecting those leads, you know, you're going to be hurting before too long. That's right. And, and, and you not only have to build on that mailing list, you've got to finesse that mailing list that you have to stay in touch with your current customers while you're adding new customers. So in my viewpoint, you take care of your current customers and have somebody like Christine Dean help you market to those new customers to bring them in so that they now become your regular customers. That's Absolutely. how you build your business. 
Well, and that's what a lot of times newsletters are all about those current clients, right? They're about, um, you know, kind of staying top of mind, right? So you want campaigns for your current clients. You want campaigns for your prospecting, right? You want both because you want to make sure you keep those current clients. And are you, are you, once you've got that client, you spend a lot of energy, time getting that client, nurturing them, and then doing the services or, or providing the products. But do you just drop them then? Or are you following up and finding out, hey, how did that go for you? You know, if you thought we did a fantastic job, could you please give us a five-star review? You know, oh, great. Thank you so much for the review. Do you happen to know anybody else who we can help? We would love to help visit um, your friends and family and give them him. So are you asking for that referral? A lot of people just kind of drop off and they lose that. They lose that opportunity. It's a lot easier to get business from a referral than it is from a, a brand new cold client that you've never talked to before. Uh, cold and, prospecting isn't nearly as successful as a referral. And when you, yeah. And when you get a referral, you know what that cost you? Zero. That right? referral came in because somebody said, I have been so pleased with what this young lady has done for my business, I think you should call her and get involved with her too. And one tells one, and that one tells one, and it multiplies. And, hey, and guys, support your small businesses. I'm going to say go out there, leave them a review, right? Give them some feedback. If something didn't go so well, I guarantee the owner wants to hear it. That's right. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Call them and talk to them and say, you know what? I, I wasn't real thrilled with this, you know, and it happens, you know, they're going to say, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. What can I do to make that right? And that's what it is. It's customer service, building your reputation and you need to have a system in place. They even have systems now where you can, you know, request that review. It sends them back to a website and they can choose smiley face or and service wasn't so good. If it's not so good, it turns around and sends it back to somebody you have designated in your company to talk to them to make it right. And then you can ask them to do the review again once you've made things right. If it has a sunny side, you know, with a smiley face, then it directs them to go forward and post wherever their preferred place for leaving reviews. So there's these systems in place that are awesome that, you know, it's a one-time fee to set it up and then, you know, a monthly fee to keep the software going. But that's going to continue to give back to you over and over again. Yep. Well, you know, I got a guru on my team and, and <laughs> you, you could have the same guru. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to hog her. She's available to everybody that's listening and watching to this show. Or maybe, you know, somebody that's in business that is struggling and they say, I don't know where to turn. Mm -hmm. A good place to start is by booking a consultation with Christine, wherever you are in the country, you can do it. And, and, and I urge, I urge you to do it. Man. Yeah. Like Sometimes say, she, you, just, you just need to have someone to talk to, right? You need somebody to bounce some ideas off of. And, that, and that's, that's right. what I love to do. And and if it's and if it works, she'll tell you. If it's not working, she'll give you alternates or or give you suggestions mm -hmm. on how to make it work better. So yeah, sometimes it's not feasible. So, you know, sometimes you got to rework it a little bit to make it a like, wait a minute, you're going to invest this much, but you're only get this much out of it. Let's, let's tweak that a little bit here. That's right. <laughs> it happens. Well, Christine, thank you. Thank you for taking the time away from your very, very busy schedule. And I know, uh, reach out to me, reach out to Christine, go to her website, book a consultation, and it, at least spend a little bit of time looking at all the services that she provides. Because I guarantee you, if you do look at that, you'll probably say, oh, you know, she offers a service that I never thought about. Mm -hmm. 
And isn't that the light bulb that goes off in your head that if you haven't thought about it and she provides it, get together and talk about it. So thank you very, very much for, for being with me and being someone that you should know. And, uh, and I thank everybody for watching as I do every week. I always end my shows by saying, be yourself because everyone else is taken. So go out and make it a really great week and all and plan to come back next week and be with me again for another edition of someone you should know take care